I feel like honesty is hard when it's either with yourself or you have to be honest with somebody because they really, really need it to move forward, even though it's really painful. I've experienced it in my personal life and my professional life. Growing up in a small town, you know everybody and everybody knows you just a little bit like Copper Harbor. Mm -hmm. When you grow up in that situation, those people are your family. They always say it takes a village, right? Mm -hmm. It definitely takes a village. And there's definitely a part in everybody's life where they feel like they're at a crossroad or they see a friend at a crossroad where they really, really need some honesty and some clarity because they're stuck or they wake up one day and they don't know how did I get here or what do I do in my professional life working with kids I experience that a lot get a lot of parents coming in a lot of different situations some very simple and some very complicated holding their hands through that process from birth to adulthood requires a lot of honesty and a lot of patience and a lot of cheerleading and a lot of love. Thank you, and welcome to A Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda Wise. Happy spring, happy new moon, and happy World Down Syndrome Day. Shout out to my little guy, made this day super special for me. Today's episode is about honesty and to take that a step further, transparency. I think we all know what being honest means, but when you are able to be transparent, people already know what your truth is without having to ask. You throw the truth out there before it can even be a question. So here with me today is Oh, she's all the things. She is Brayden's amazing aide at school. She is a dear friend of mine. She is a light in this world. And quite frankly, an angel in my eyes. Welcome to the show, Miss Liz. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you bet. So I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to lie a lot when I was little. Like a lot. That's how I got through the day. So the fact that I personally have found liberation in honesty and transparency is, <laughs> it's pretty surprising to me. But you, when I brought this up with you originally, you said honesty was your Jiminy Cricket. Can you tell us why it's so important to you? I said that? 
You did. You're like, I don't know. It's like my Jiminy Cricket. Uh, <laughs> that's so true. I completely forgot that oh. I don't do that. Um, I was raised to have a very strong moral compass, I think. I was raised by two sets of parents, my grandparents and my parents. My grandparents, very much 1940s, 1950s, follow the rules. My parents, children of the 70s, be barefoot and naked and run through the woods, Elizabeth. Um, But they're both very honest people. And I feel like mostly... Due to my mom, she is a person who has a lot of wisdom and it just comes through her. And part of that comes from being honest. And I've learned that, I think through friendships, if you're the most honest friend, when somebody really needs you to be honest Mm. and it's coming from a place of love or joy, I just can't hold that back. Mm. Because that's what brings you closer And that's what makes a better friendship. And in the end, it always comes back to that joy that that person had when that situation has come full circle. Or that feeling in your stomach of, man, I should have said something. If I would have said something, I think we'd be a little bit further along in this process. Or we wouldn't be experiencing this situation. Um, So yeah, Jiminy Cricket. So I feel like there's a spectrum when it comes to honesty. I've personally hit every stop on that train. And I think it goes like this. Being a liar. Telling only white lies. Skirting the truth by avoiding the topic. uh, Telling the truth only when you're asked. And then maybe getting to the point where you are responsible enough to always be truthful and then being transparent I feel like I can't believe it but I feel like I'm in that last phase now wow what a journey do you think there's anything beyond that of course (laughs) wow what is it like I don't know um I guess the word truth when you're saying truth I just heard truth a lot There's a point in your life where the truth becomes damning, it feels like, and then it's a choice. Is it going to become damning for you forever and this chip on your shoulder, or is it going to liberate you? Mm -hmm. And that, I feel like that comes from the place where you're at a point where you just, you throw your hands up and you just, you're just truthful with yourself about something. And if you can get to that point of where it's liberating to you, then it just cascades into the next truth and the next truth and the next truth. And then it becomes the little white lies all of a sudden feel so much worse to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't want to go backwards. Yes, I agree. Um, So transparency in that sense, or in my mind, is... I guess I feel like the spot beyond that is the liberating, honestly, Mm. being feeling liberated by your truth and freed by it, because then you want that for the people around you and you want them to feel that joy and pride 
around their truth and not shame or guilt or regret. That's mm-hmm. another thing I feel that people tend to, well, you know, all those stages of grieving mm-hmm. <laughs> that you get to experience. Um, yeah. So I think that's what it looks like is it just everybody's got a Jiminy Cricket. So how do you encourage transparency and truth in others? I think you just have to be that person. You have to model mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last person I lied to was myself and you brought this up earlier. Um, Do you think that we cheat ourselves when it comes to the truth? And if so, why? I don't know if we do it every day. Mm. (laughs) I I mean, I hope I hope that you don't do that to yourself every day or anybody out there. You don't need to do that every day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. Um, Do we cheat ourselves? Is it easier is, is, are we cheating on ourselves? Hmm. Um, I think it depends on if you're ready to deal or not. There's definitely times where it's much easier to have somebody else be honest with you than you to be honest with yourself. And then there's times where it's much easier to privately be honest with yourself and not tell anyone. Mm. Yeah, that's there's a lot of good things to think about. So... It's not your thing to lie, but why would you say people do it? Mm, I think sometimes the truth is very painful. Mm. And I think if you can take the path of least resistance or what feels like the least resistance, you'll allow little white lies or or a big lie every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's mostly to protect yourself either from whatever you feel is threatening to you or from yourself. Yeah. I would say I would imagine most people listening have done that either to protect someone else. They think they're protecting someone else by, Oh, I can't tell them they look terrible in that outfit. I'll just tell them they look okay. Well then what if somebody else tells them they look terrible? And that's, you know, that's a white lie, but even lying to ourselves is maybe more prominent Um, I guess it depends who you are. But yeah, just even to protect ourselves from... Or you're not ready. There's a lot of people who just aren't ready to to hear it. Or you're not ready to move forward. And that's what you do to stay safe. I would agree. We're all at different stages in our lives. And we really need to just respect where we are ourselves and where other people are. And things will come along and kind of show us maybe what might be a more liberating path someday. (laughs) When I was in college, I had the professor. I don't remember her name, but I remember her face and I remember her teaching us. She was a psychology professor and she had said, no matter what you think, no matter what you think you know or don't know about a person, no matter where they're at it doesn't matter you just have to take them where they're at you can't push your agenda or your urgency upon a person or their family or you just have to take their hand where they're at and either hold it and sit there with them or take a couple steps back with them or take 10 steps forward and two steps back but you can't 
you just have to meet people where they're at. And if you're the strongest person in that situation through honesty and joy, that you will make the most gains with that person and you'll have a friend for life. And I remember thinking, that's who I want to be. <laughs> I don't know. That's beautiful. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about honesty? If you're having a hard time with being honest, you're going to spend a lot of energy having a hard time with being honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Instead of just being honest. You can't move to the next step without honesty in anything. Literally anything. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it is, it's like taking that first step is, it feels like a giant leap. You know, like, whoa, I can't believe I just told the truth there. But wow, okay, that was really hard. So then the next time you're faced with that situation, it might be a little bit easier. And that leap won't s seem so far away. Okay, Miss Liz, not only have you inspired me with this virtue, but you are an awesome person, and I'm so glad you came to live in Copper Harbor. Can you tell us what made this place seem so magnetic for you? Mm, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Copper Harbor is a very magnetic place in general. I think that a lot of the people, everybody who lives here is magical. Maybe that sounds like a cliche but it's so true everybody who lives in copper harbor has a story and they're all really really good stories mm -hmm. some of them go back 20 years some go farther than that some go back only three um my love for copper harbor started at a very young age and i didn't even really know that it was copper harbor my parents are sailors and so we would in the summertime, I remember all the families would, or spring break, they'd all go to Florida or Disneyland or somewhere very unique over the summer. And in our family, it was, you get on the sailboat <laughs> and you go for 12 hours to our Royal. Oh, and then 12, 12 hours. hours <laughs> 12 hours. <laughs> and that's if the wind is good. Oh, right. Yes. But yeah, anyways, that's a whole nother story. We would end up in Copper Harbor inevitably, usually on our crossing either to or from Isle Royal. Mm -hmm. And my favorite memory is being told I was allowed to go in the dinghy and row it underneath the little bridge mm -hmm. by the, not by the marina, but right at the downtown area mm -hmm. um, where the kayaks used to depart from mm -hmm. and or maybe still do and one of my favorite men memories is just going underneath that bridge and as I grew up I grew up in Dollar Bay and so not too far from here but I remember that from my childhood and as I got older going to college and moving away and coming back mountain biking became very intriguing to me and I started to really enjoy that sport and that's kind of what circled me back up here and that's also what made me kind of come every weekend. And kayaking was also the other thing that kind of made me come up as often as I could to get away 
from the hustle and bustle of Houghton mm-hmm. Hancock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big, the hus- big city. The big city. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed coming up here. The air is so fresh and the people are so happy and it's just this nice little town. And the unique thing about the people who live here year round is that everybody that lives up here year round, like I said, they're magical. And that's because everybody up here is got a great story, but they also have an amazing skill. Mm-hmm. But because it's such a small town, we're all doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the most magnetizing thing about Copper Harbor is actually getting to find out what each person's unique skill is because nobody's actually doing Mm. (laughs) their unique skill full-time anymore. Mm -hmm. We're all doing other little things Mm -hmm. to be, just to have a little piece of Copper Harbor in your life every day. Mm -hmm. You got to make some sacrifices. You do. And all those little pieces that we do help the town keep going and help it thrive. It's a true sense of community. Mm Mm-hmm. And when we're all together, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It is. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Um, Now I'd like to give you a moment of shameless self-promotion. Would you please tell us about Wholesome Habitat? Oh, (laughs) I did (laughs) not know you were going to ask me about this. It's okay. Oh my. Okay, here we go. (laughs) When you take a leap of faith which is what I did to get up here. I was very scared to move up here. And I'm also a very independent person. And I really wanted to have something that I felt was contributing to the lives of people in this community, to get to know this community, because we also arrived during COVID. Mm-hmm. So we in Copper Harbor, there's lots of community events. There's potlucks, there's... Uh, cider press night there's live music there's gardening I mean endless amount of community activities and they're all wonderful but during COVID they were all shut down so being and everybody always wants to know who the new person is Mm -hmm. that has moved in town so Mm -hmm. we had a very slow trickle in (laughs) (laughs) getting to know everybody in town and one of the ways that I got to know people was through um cleaning and i i really enjoy going into somebody's home or their habitat that's why it's called wholesome habitats Mm -hmm. and really helping them feel joy out of maybe a space that they have been living in that isn't doing anything for them anymore and um bringing clarity or transparency or just a fresh new outlook on anything to just bring joy essentially to somebody in their own home especially during times of COVID when there wasn't any socializing so as that started to fade out and migrating out of their own homes even just to go to the grocery store or just allowing one person to regularly come in and see them whether it is to clean or socialize or anything, it just brought me so much joy. And I met so many great people and learned so many things about how they came to be here because we've got some really 
unique backgrounds up here. Cool. So you are at wholesomehabitats.com if anybody needs to reach out to you to get a nice deep cleaning and an extra plate full of joy in their <laughs> house. I'd like to thank you, Miss Liz, so much for talking with us today. It was a real honor. Um, and I want to invite you, the listener, to reach out with any questions you might have for Miss Liz or our past guests. You can contact me at copperharborvitality.com. Thanks for joining us. And remember to be honest and be good to yourself. Ba-ba-da-da-da-da. Ba-ba-da-da-da-da. Ba-ba-da-da-da-da.